Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed takes us through the divine drama that took place in Luke chapter 2, where the shepherd's fields of Bethlehem become the backdrop for an awe-inspiring revelation of God's glory. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Life is definitely a full-length feature film, is it not? And I would argue life is a full-length forever feature film. And I would also say that the divine director, God, has invited us to his set to observe this Christmas story, this storyline, this script. If you have your Bibles, you might want to turn to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2. If you don't, that's fine. I'm going to read a story from Luke chapter 2. Dr. Luke, Luke was a physician, one of the disciples, and he's going to tell us about this movie and about how it kind of unfolded. It's it's very, very riveting. Luke chapter 2, starting with verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds, again, a squad of shepherds. Shepherds were outcasts, and these shepherds were probably tending the sheep used in the sacrificial system because back in the day, they would take an innocent lamb spill its blood on the altar to atone for the sins of man. So these shepherds were in the shepherd's fields, they were called, outside of B-Town, Bethlehem. The shepherds abiding in the field, they were keeping watch over the flock at night. They were pulling an all-nighter, I'm sure sipping strong espresso. And lo, I like how it says this just matter-of-factly. The angel of the Lord, probably Gabriel, came upon them and the glory, say the word glory with me, Glory, the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. What is glory? The glory of God would be the sum total of his attributes. God is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. His number one attribute is that of being holy. From holiness, you have a holy love, a holy grace, a holy sovereignty. Well, these angels, we're going to find out, had been outside of the universe. They were just giving glory to God, which that's what angels do. In a nanosecond, this angel flew through hundreds of billions of stars, looked at this galaxy, that galaxy, and was like, You know, just okay, yeah, it's that one, the small one, the Milky Way. There's that little star, the sun, and 
there's the blue planet, the earth, and, and we're supposed to be, be, be outside. Yeah, outside of Bethlehem, it tells me, in the shepherd's fields, and we see the star and all that, and, and, and that's what happened. So this angel, Gabriel, who is the messenger angel, he had so much glory on him, he literally had to wipe the glory off of his windshield. That's how much glory. So that quick. So many times we think that God is just a little bit higher than the airliners fly. Just at about 55,000, 60,000 feet. You know, just right there in the clouds. God is sovereign. He's magnificent. He's awesome. God is glorious. So when you hear the word glory, God is glory. It's the isness of God. Don't worry, you'll never understand it. No one on planet Earth is smart enough to understand the totality of the glory of God. Yet the Bible says, real quick, when we die, we go from this life, because this is a forever feature-length film, we go from this life to heaven. It's called glory. And you'll love this, we'll have new, ha-ha, glorified bodies because our bodies now would fry. We, we, we couldn't handle the glory of God. It will take us an eternity just to comprehend the magnificence and the glory of God. Glory. And I want you to notice something too. The glory of God is intrinsic. It's self-generating, self-perpetuating. The glory of God is independent. In other words, God doesn't need your glory or my glory. He doesn't need more glory. He's not like, man, I really need clicks and likes and views. He is glory. It's God's nickname. So what cold is to ice, what wet is to water, glory is to God. Uh, ice doesn't search for cold. Where's some cold? No, it just is. Water doesn't search for wet, it's just wet. God is glory. What does it mean to glorify God? Because we're gonna talk about glory. It means to reflect him in your life and mine and everything we do, say, touch and feel. If we miss that, we'll miss the meaning of why we're here. Let me say that again. If we miss that, we'll miss our role because I have great news for you. Our great God, the divine director, is offering all of us an amazing role in this movie. Are you in his movie? Are you in his movie? His movie is about glory. So the angel came upon these shepherds and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. I would, I would be afraid as well. And the angel said unto them, verse 10, fear not for behold, I bring you, you gotta love this, good tidings of great joy, which shall be assigned to all people. God is good. That doesn't mean we always understand God. There are many things that God does I don't understand. I still have faith, but I don't understand God all the time. I have faith in my iPhone 11, but I don't understand all of the intricacies of it but I have faith in it. People are like, oh, I just don't have enough faith to become a Christian. That's a bunch of bunk. No, no, no. We have faith in everything we do, say, touch, and feel. So the deal is, 
we're made to glorify God. We're hardwired to glorify God. And we always glorify human beings, someone or something. And God says, if it's not him, then we're wasting our lives, just, just straight up, to put the cards on the table. If we're not going, wow, God, it's your movie, not mine, then we're missing understanding who we are and where we're going and what's up with life. This angel announced something just, just uh, earth-shattering. It snapped the heads of the shepherds. People were, were, were freaking out. Good tidings of great joy. Again, God is good even when we don't understand him. My mother died an excruciating death just several years ago. I've, I've been around a lot of people. I've been in a lot of hospital situations. Being a pastor, I've seen a lot of people die. She had a hellacious death. My mother loved the Lord, one of the best Christian women ever, ever. So for someone to come up to me and go, oh, Ed, you know what? God is good all the time, and you know, he loves you. That's not enough. Well, you're, you're forgiven, man. That's, again, not enough. And that's why so many people turn their backs on God and leave. That's why so many people leave the church. They don't understand the glory of God. Stay with me now. God's glory is so massive, it's so huge, it is a net big enough to take our doubts, our questions, our pain, our suffering, and our remorse. The glory of God. How about this? Jesus, living a perfect life, being tortured, dying on the cross for the sins of the world. Something that I don't deserve, you don't either. God allowed that. What seemed like defeat was complete victory. So in many situations in life that we don't understand, we have to say, God, I don't understand it. I prayed that my mom would be healed. She wasn't. I don't understand it. One day, God promises me, Ed, you'll understand the deal. It's the glory of God. God's magnificence, his holiness, his ways are higher than our ways. You can't figure God out. And he'll get out of every box you try to put him in. God is sovereign. He knows what's going to happen. Yet we have a freedom of choice. That'll blow a circuit in your brain if you try to figure that out. You can't. That's where we have to trust. So glory is, is, is happening in this, in this Christmas story. Glory is about the movie that God has for you and me. So... So then, the, so then the angels, uh, and, and then this first angel shows up, and then some more angels show up. Verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, and I love this, a Savior, because we didn't need a political figure. You know, we didn't need like a coach. We didn't, we didn't need some CEO. We needed a Savior because of our sin. He's a Savior, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you You'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, white cloths. And I like to say, it's, it's as if it was, a, it was a peace flag, a surrender flag, lying in a manger, and the manger was the desk where the treaty of peace was signed, sealed, and delivered. And suddenly, 
there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. And this multitude of heavenly hosts, they would embarrass Kanye's choir. Chick-fil-A! I mean, these, these singers were just absolutely ginormous and ridiculous. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. They said two things, two things, two things. Number one, they said, glory to God in the highest. Say that with me, glory to God in the highest. That's the first thing the angel said. Now, that was at the top of their playlist. They've been saying that for squillions of years. They're in heaven, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the highest. But they added something, the second phrase, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Say that with me. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So the big idea is the glory of God. That's the, that's the number one building. The second building is peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Don't flip the script. In other words, keep the glory of God on the top shelf and on the bottom shelf, it's about your life and mine. But what I try to do, I will sometimes invert that and go, no, 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 it's about my movie. Oh, it's about me. I'm the star of the show and Jesus, come on in. You can kind of hang out with me, but you gotta do what I'm gonna tell you to do. And once you don't do what I think you should do, like heal my mother, I'm out of here, man. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. We take the primary and make it secondary and take the secondary and make it primary. We flip the script. All the different categories that are out there when we choose movies, it's amazing. And, and, and some of the categories are represented right here in this Christmas story and in this full-length feature film. The first is drama. Who in here likes drama? Ladies raise their hands, I understand that. <laughs> Guys, we like drama too, you know, you know, drama, drama. Guys always say, I don't want to do drama, man. Yeah, we do, we like some drama. Well, think about this drama. The devil, he was called Lucifer, 
was in the heavenlies, and his number one thing was to glorify God. He got tired of it, so he flipped the script. He tried to usurp God. He tried a kingdom coup. It didn't work out because he inverted it. He was kicked out of heaven. A third of the angels fell with him, and they're now the realm of the demons, the demonic in our world today. And if you don't think there's evil in the world, if you don't think there are demons all over the place, wake up and smell the coffee. Get your head out of the sand. Just read the paper, go online. We all have this southward, downward, natural pull toward depravity. No one taught me how to sin. I just know how to do it, man. I'm a natural born sinner, so are you. Yet I have the ability to compare myself to people who sin more spectacularly than I do. That's just me. Oh, I'm better than him. Oh, I'm better than her. I would, I would never do that. Think about Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve did the same thing. Adam and Eve were born in the Garden of Eden. God made them, you know, and, 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 and they were glorifying God. And they chose, because temptation, to flip the script. It's about me. And it's about my movie, God, and it's not you. And that's when sin entered the equation. And the Bible says in Romans chapter three, verse 23, for all have what? Sinned and fallen short of the, there it is, glory of God. There's the word again, the glory of God. Well, sin must have a payment. And when Adam and Eve sinned, you know what God did? God did something they'd never seen before. God took an innocent animal, killed it, spilled his blood on the soils of the garden, used the coverings of the animal to cover their nakedness, a foreshadowing of a coming attraction. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose again, when I became a believer, Galatians 3.27 tells me, check this out, for all of you were baptized into Christ, have, uh, what, what, what? clothed yourselves with Christ. I'm clothed with Jesus. It's not my righteousness, it's his. It's not my holiness, it's, it's his. And that's what it means to step into this supporting role to be in the movie. We're born again, we're saved, we're rescued. So we got drama, we got horror, the horror of sin, sin must have must have a payment. Sin is not like my bad or I screwed up or let me take a mulligan or I made a mistake or it's not some, some line some lawyer will write, it's my responsibility, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. It's committing sin. It's falling short of God's glory. So there's a gap between ourselves and God that we cannot make up. I don't care how philosophical you are, how religious you are, how smart you are, how rich you are, how big you are, how bad you are. One day you're gonna die. One out of one die. I checked the stats right before I walked out. You're going to die. But you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. And this is a full-length feature film that God wants you to accept. And once you accept it, you're going to live forever with him. And it starts right here. Your role starts right here. So God orchestrated this amazing action and adventure to have Jesus be born in a manger, a crib, and then to live this perfect life, to die on the cross for our sins, so the crib, the cross, and then to rise again, the empty tomb, the crypt. So you could say Christmas is, if you want to alliterate, 
is about the crib, the cross, and the crypt. Action and adventure. And on top of that, you got romance. I'll end with romance. Romance. That's a category out there. God has romanced you. You're here, my friend, sent by the divine director himself. You have a chance to step into this role. But you know what? I can't make this decision for you. I wish I could, but I can't. God is the audience. See, we think because we're all into social media, the people are the audience. And yeah, they are on one level, but the level I'm talking about is God is the audience because there's one movie, glory, one villain, the devil, one star, Jesus, one script, the Bible, one audience, God, one theme, the rescue, and one supporting role. It's for you, my friend. So are you going to accept the role? That's the question. Because there's going to be levels in heaven. What are you doing with what God's given you? Your giftedness, your abilities, your resources, your personality. What are you doing? Because many people think, well, you know, I prayed a little prayer and I guess I'm in. Well, maybe you are. But Jesus said, I will know my followers by what they produce. Now, obviously, we're saved by grace through faith, period. But also, Jesus will see and know if we're followers by what we produce. Where we go, what we say, what we look at. Now, there's another judgment that is for those people who have rejected the role in the movie. And people sometimes will tell me, I just can't, I just can't follow a God that hurls people to hell. God does not, let me say it again, I repeat, God does not hurl anyone to hell, ever. It's never in the Bible, it's not in the Bible. You choose to go to hell, it's your choice. It's God's will for everyone to go to heaven. So if you say no, and many people will, but if you say no to this role, when you die and clock out of here, God will say, you know what? I want to give you a greater measure of what you desired in earth. You didn't want to, to, to be in my movie and use your gifts and abilities in your role. You said no to me over and over again. And I don't know how many opportunities you'll have. So God will say, I'll give you a greater measure of what you desired on planet earth and you will spend eternity away from God. Yeah, I want to go to hell because I can party with my friends. My friend, if your friends are in hell, you won't know it. It's utter isolation. Hell is a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's utter regret. You realizing forever and ever you had an opportunity to step into the role and you said no. Glory to God in the highest. That's the movie. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. The role for your soul is absolutely awesome, ladies and gentlemen. And it's God's will and his plan to robe you and clothe you in righteousness, to rescue you, to save you, and to, to turn your life around so you'll see the reason for living in this 
full length forever film. But the director is saying, this role is for you. What do you say? Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great context and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Until next time, God bless.